Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. Well, maybe it's not morning for you. It's definitely not morning for me, but we are getting started We're off and running. (laughs) I hope you're listening in the morning. I, I do. I hope this yeah. you have a cup of coffee. Yeah. I hope maybe you're on your drive. Breakfast with right the friars. Now. Yeah. It'd be nice to be with you. I am Father Anthony Tinker, Franciscan Friar of the Holy Spirit, along with my compadre in arms, Father Peter Teresa McConnell. Hello, hello. Welcome, and everybody. We are glad you're with us. Yes. This is at like a duel. We're doing two things together. We're joining Ooh. two things. Because this week is Mardi Gras mm-hmm. and Ash Wednesday. It's the... Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's those two things. So we are going to talk both about ways to prepare for Lent, things you might want to consider giving up. We're going to talk about how, what we give up, things you might want to consider to help you prepare for Lent and Ash Wednesday. And we're also going to do just fun questions. We get put a survey out, and survey says, what are the favorite things things you want to know from a priest? So we're going to do a little Mardi Gras special. It's like a smorgasbord yeah. of questions. Yeah, from all over the You place. know, like you go to fat, the Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras property, you have like, you have some chips, you have some dip, you have some cookies. This is just a smattering of, of random questions that we hope that you will delight in. I, I'm certainly delighting in them right now. And Excellent. hoping to hear some good answers. <laughs> That'll be up to you, Father. Yeah, exactly. So um, remember to please like, subscribe, follow our podcast in whatever uh, way in which you listen to it. Share it with your friends. Tell people about it. Um, we are looking forward to our Lenten series. We're going to talk about prayer for Lent. So we'll get into the serious mode of Lent. Um, so you can join us as a part of maybe your Lenten devotion. Join us t- as we talk about prayer. Um, and we are going to just start with the fun aspect of it. We'll Let's do it. about um, the habit. The habit. Which people want to know all about the habit. All about it. Father, do you make your own habit? I don't, mercifully, I don't make my own habit. If it was left up to me to make my own habit, I would look, I would look rather, rather, uh, it would be a spectacle to behold. It would be embarrassing for the community and for the Lord and for me. So for you and me both. No, no, we do not make our own habits. <laughs> we don't make our own habits. Good question. Yeah. Um, and then the next question, what do we wear under our habits? So I this just remember is... that we do wear clothing. <laughs> <laughs> under the habit. I know that's a question mark. Maybe yes. people, people get this look like, you do? It's like, yes. yes we yeah, we clothing. 100%. Wear clothing Wear under the habit. Um, and I'm, you know, depending on the scene, I almost always wear shorts, um, which right. is nice. I'm in Phoenix. Yes. Um, I also just like the feel of shorts more than pants. So I'm usually 100%. wearing like cargo shorts. They have the extra pockets. Occasionally, if it is cold, I'll wear like some long uh, underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In order to keep warm, but I don't really like p- pants under the habit. They don't feel good. No. I don't think they look seen the ha- the pants under yeah. the habit doesn't look good. It's all so, bunchy. It's all bunchy. So yeah. wearing, you know, shorts and a t shirt typically uh, with my sandals is my typical uh, under the habit wear. And a father, if you're going to add anything to that, no, it's it's not a very exciting or exotic answer. It's uh, I I like gym shorts personally, and gym shorts and a t shirt is uh it's you know it's fun everywhere i go i can just always wear shorts and a t-shirt and so yeah and like you said if it's a if it's a little bit cold i might throw on some uh some long johns and some socks with my sandals but wear some socos you know what i mean but uh but uh, yeah that's that's uh that's it for me how many habits do you have mm. um and how often do you clean them Ooh, okay this is uh typically i have two habits i just got through a season where i only had one where I had, 
I, 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 there was one habit that I liked better than the other. It just, it just, it just, it seemed like it fit me better. I, it, I liked the way it felt. It was a little bit longer. And so I was wearing it much more regularly and frequently than the other one to, to so much that I wore a hole, uh, right through the, the backside of it. And, uh, Tried to patch it up a little bit, tried to sew it, didn't work. And so had to get another one made. Uh, we have some very generous people, very talented people who, who make the habits for us. So we don't have to make them ourselves. Thanks be to God. Maybe maybe we'll have a talented brother one day who can make a habit. So, but typically two. I have two habits. Just got a second habit, feeling great about it. Now I can rotate back and forth. And uh, you clean yeah. them how often? Uh, I say I would clean them uh, when the habit tells me that it needs to be cleaned. Either it's telling me because I've spilled something out and stained it, or it's starting to smell a little ripe, and it's time to, uh, you is know. Is that like once a year? <laughs> is that like once a week? Can you give us some kind of idea? Like, like when you say as often it needs, it's all like, well, what does that mean? I Every would day? say, I would say like definitely once a month, probably twice a month, but yeah. like there are definitely maybe stretches where I'm not on my game as much. It might be once a month, you know, just gotta not to air my dirty laundry out there. No pun intended, no, but we uh, want, we want to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Has anyone ever complained about your homily and how did you respond? Ooh, anyone ever complained about my homily? Uh, I don't think so. I did have someone tell me the other day, this was very funny. I was walking out very quickly from the one mass to get to the next one. And one of our parishioners told me there's a little kid sitting in front of him playing with like a, a toy car or something like that. And at some point during my homily, he like looked up and was, and just said, what's he so angry about? <laughs> so I guess it was a very passionate part of my homily that he thought I was upset about something. Has anyone ever complained about so it? I've had people. Like, I don't think they they've don't, complained. They complain about the teachings of the church. Mm. They don't like when I'm honest about the teachings mm. of the church. If I talk about um, marriages between man and a woman, mm -hmm. gender identity things um they uh you know that you need to be baptized mm -hmm. things like that but when it touches the personal note yeah um so people have i think complained but um i've never felt personally attacked i have certainly felt like people either didn't like the teaching right of the church or right didn't understand right. the teaching of the church so i have kind of been like ah maybe i should have presented a little better maybe i didn't make the point like i wanted mm -hmm. to um because some of those truths are hard and some people don't like them so no one's ever said it was too long too short too boring um, I mean, the sleeping in the in the pews is too boring. <laughs> this is so true. This is people. The people of God are actually pretty generous. So, if you were very not, forgiving, if you're not a, a priest, mm -hmm. what? Um, two two questions with related to work. What do you? What would you like to be? Ooh. Like fit, like a job that yeah. you would like to have? And what do you think you would actually be? I think it's. I think I could safely say it's the same. Th it's the oh, same okay. answer for both. Nice. I think I would uh, be teaching and coaching. Okay, nice. So I, before I began to, uh, in college, before I started, was discerning, was studying to be a uh, secondary ed high school English teacher. And, and the, 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 the hope was always to, to teach and then coach. And so, um, yeah, I think I would, I would, I would have, I think I would have pursued that. I think that would have been suited towards, towards my gifts and, and I would have enjoyed that a lot. So I think if that's what I would have done. Um, and I think that's probably what I would have happened anyway. Yeah, you're smart, Max. That's a great job. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I would have made a mistake, <laughs> and I would have pursued money. Like I would have become a manager of some, you know, company. Yes. And you know, pursued the CEO route in life yes. and managed and 
Um, but depending on the school I landed at, you know, I mean, education is becoming a, a tricky, a tricky and coaching too, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've been a good coach. You things can really move up in life. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I would have, pres- but now probably wouldn't unhappy and stressful. So what would I like to be like, looking back? I never would have said this in high school, looking back, like, like a heavy machine operator like mm. on a construction site, like a farm or something like yeah. that, where I just get up. I get on my machine, you know, I have my, my crane. Those guys make good money. I just, yeah, they make, you work, you work that thing around, mm-hmm. you go home, there's no stress. Mm-hmm. There's no like work when you're home. That's right. I guess you, like teaching is such like, like, no, no, you're, you're it, pushing. It, like there's something about like yeah. a, a stress free, maybe it just sounds in my life right now. <laughs> like a stress free I want to leave job. work at work. I'll garbage me. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Go and do something, be mm-hmm. done with it and then come home and be with my family and kids. I'm sure all the guys who run cranes like, fella, you have no idea the stress run. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's looking at somebody else's job. It's always green mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. What do you typically eat? What do I typically eat? Well, uh, I'm getting better at uh, what I'm eating. If you would ask me last year, I would have said coffee and tortilla chips. <laughs> you did say that, I think. <laughs> yes. And my, my mother about had a heart attack when I told her that's all I was eating. And she made me promise that I would eat better. Uh, typically in the morning, I'll have a bowl of cereal and a cup of coffee dinner is whatever the brother makes that night. So, uh, I cook on Wednesdays, so we don't eat meat on Wednesdays. So I'm usually cooking some sort of fish, some sort of, uh, with rice and a veggie for the meal that I cook for the brothers. Um, and then lunch, I'll eat leftovers. I'll eat, uh, like, tor- like nachos, I'll throw some tortilla chips and like some shredded cheese and some salsa and some whatever else is, is on there. That's, that's kind of an easy one to go to. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, uh, so I'm not fasting all the time. Like, no, how often do you fast? Right? We fast, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, so we fast from, 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 from meats. We abstain from meat and we fast on Wednesdays and Fridays and then we fast we do three fasts a year. We do a St. Michael's fast. That would be uh, August 16th to September 28th from right after the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary to right before the Feast of St. Michael on September 29th. And we fast during Advent and then we fast during Lent. And then we also will fast like days before really big days. Oh my, we got a commercial break on the episode. <laughs> we'll also fast right before really big days. So right before the Feast of St. Francis on October 4th, we fast. And then right before, this is during Advent anyways, but before the Immaculate Conception on December 7th, we'll fast. And then our community was founded on June 29th. So we will fast on June 28th as well. And then I'm trying to think Pentecost. We're usually in the Easter season during Pentecost. We don't, typically, we don't typically do a fast before Pentecost, but I think those are off the top of my head. I There's think those certain are, days, the day before St. Francis. Yeah, so I said tra- October 3rd, yeah, December 7th, June 28th. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Right. we fast on those days, yep. So yeah, it's a, that's pretty much when we fast. Yeah. We got, uh, what, here's the next question. Do you have to have a beard? No, you don't. But it's just really easy. Yeah, and then, it's a it's a it's a it's a maintenance thing. It's then, a simplicity thing. Do you have to have short hair? And who cuts your hair? Um, we I take cut my own hair. If not, guys, I cut each other hair. Not many guys go to a barber. I cut um, my hair. I hate cutting my hair. I'm usually begging another brother to cut my <laughs> hair. Um, I don't. I can't read that. Are we allowed to? Party. Party. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we allowed to party? And father, are we allowed so to party? What do you do for fun? Uh, so I guess the word party maybe <laughs> implies something that we don't do. Are we allowed to party? 
<laughs> like, do we celebrate Easter? Yes. I mean, 100%. that's a big thing for us. Like Easter and Christmas, we mm-hmm. have a big meal together. Um, usually we have a bonfire. Um, and the question is, do you guys drink alcohol? Like we'll have a beer, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, to party, you right. know, but we're not drinking, uh, you know, to excess and we're not dancing and like, right. Uh, what do you mean by party? So yes. Do we, do we enjoy ourselves? Do we have fun together? That's a great life. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but do we actually kind of, you know, have a party? No. So speaking of parties, father, well, I, like, like at the feast days that are different missions, we'll, we'll dance, you yeah. know, in, in, the, in the evenings. Yes, but the dancing here it's, on, on yes. the reservation is not, it's not, we're not like, what you, literally yes. it's like a social, it's not like a high school dance. It's not like a, like, it's not like it's, everybody's standing in a circle. Yes. Like, yes. Going around it. Mm-hmm. That's a much mm-hmm. different. Or like or at a wedding, you might get on the dance floor a little bit. You know what I mean? I would not know. Ooh, okay. Yes. Not 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 like if there's yeah. like a line dance or something. Yeah. But no, I mean yeah. or like the, the dance with the bride. Like I've done yeah. that. So like, I will first, say this: the first dance you go the dollar dance. I'm yeah, dance with the bride. Like I will say this: I've tried to get on the dance. I went to my cousin's wedding and I got on the dance floor. And every time I got on the dance floor, like the cameraman, like it was like paparazzi, yeah. like was just in my face. Hated and I was like, I'm not doing this. Like I don't want to be. I just try to enjoy myself with some family and I had to, I was like, okay, I'm not going to dance. All right. What do you do to have fun? Ooh, what do I do to have fun? Uh, I mean, I just love hanging out with the brothers. We will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hike together sometimes. Uh, I like, I, I love to read. Uh, I'm, I'm a big reader. So reading is definitely a way for me to, to have fun, kind of decompress a little bit, relax, read before bed and things like that. That's probably my like main way of, of doing leisure and having fun. We will go to the movies occasionally if there's a movie that we think is, is is worth seeing. Which is a pretty rare occasion. It's pretty rare that there's a movie out there that we're like, oh, we should go do this. And the last, uh, I think Deacon Elijah did a podcast on the, our movie experience one time. But but as I said, we, we we have done it. We do we do that as well. And we're right now currently in a, in a season of, of board games. We're really enjoying playing board games together. It was just not something that I really did growing up or... Or even like high school or college or, or with friends, but but since even I did a little bit, yeah. I, but just there's a particular season right now where it's just a, a lot of fun. It's uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. This is it's, not a season, my friend. This is a way of life. It's be, yes, yes. <laughs> no, it, it's becoming something that I really, really love our, and enjoy. Our, our so. recreation, but yes. I think it's similar for me. You know, reading. I, I play guitar occasionally. Rare and rare these days, but yeah, exercise, playing board games. You know, hanging out with the brothers. Go visit friends visit and things friends. like that. Yep. Um, it's always a lot of fun. All right, I'm going to shift. We might get back to some Ooh, questions. Okay. I don't want to lose the importance of this. This was Fat Tuesday. We're moving in Ash Wednesday. We're Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. And we need to talk about fasting mm-hmm. and preparation. So what, No more partying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, get ready for Easter. The best way to party is to fast. You, mm-hmm. you want to you enjoy that cake? Oh, yeah. Give up cake. Um, what do the friars do for Lent? It's called the Great Fast. It comes from the the, the Eastern Church. And it's, we don't eat any animal or any animal products and, or, and we also abstain from, from alcohol. So it's basically like what people understand to be like vegan right now. Uh, and so that is our fast for Lent. Mm -hmm. And uh, we that includes we do occasionally have fish on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes sometimes years we do it. Sometimes years we don't. We have to we have to decide yes. on that one. Yes, yes. Um, to kind of like let loose a little bit on Sundays. Right. 
Um, but yeah, some so guys don't like fish, so yes. they would. That's it's a more of a more penance of a for them. Well, it's actually interesting because you know, Lent is when you do missions and such. So yes. Every year we go do missions, and every year people are like, "You want us to cook what? <laughs> exactly. How? I was like, uh, at yeah. least no meat. Like, yeah. how can we starve? Like, how yeah. low? Can you we go can, sure you can cook with butter, but like no meat. Yeah. yeah. So we. uh yeah, it is a, a, it's something that we've been doing for a long time. And mm-hmm. it's really a great, great, great practice, which leads us to recommendations for the people of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just give a few. I'm going to start with no meat. Mm-hmm. I, I want to encourage that for Lent. Um, why? Because the reason we don't eat meat on Fridays is, especially Fridays of Lent, um, but uh, we, the church did for a long time, no Fridays throughout the year. You, uh, by the way, side note, you have to fast every Friday of the year. Correct. In some way. It can be as little as... Yes. Uh, you know, making it a prayer to God. Yes. Know, but it's the reason that it used to be no meat. The reason we fast on Friday is because passion was on Friday and particularly meat because Jesus was sacrificed. Mm-hmm. He is the true lamb who's been offered. And so we do this, no, our particularly no animal products as a reminder of the sacrifice. So when we're not eating meat, we're not eating animal products, remembering, oh wait, the, the true lamb has been sacrificed mm-hmm. to prepare us for the resurrection. And it occurs to all of you that, um, you know, not eating meat can be a great way to daily remember so, because I think it's important, you know, just the keys. What's, what's a good thing to fast? One of the keys um, is something you'll remember every single day. Yeah. So if, if you, whatever, uh, only watch a movie on Fridays mm-hmm. and you give up movies, well, that's nice. That's a nice fast, but mm-hmm. you're only going to remember it on Friday evenings. Mm-hmm. You, the rest of the week, you might lose track of Lent. So something that will help you remember every day, the season that you're in, I think is very important. So for me, the first recommendation I'm going to get is do, do a no meat Lent mm-hmm. and, and give up meat and a daily reminder of, you know what, this is the reason I'm doing this is for the sacrifice. Father, your first recommendation to people, things they might want to give up for Lent. Yeah, I did this. I've done this a couple of times and, and we've done it as well is, uh, is to, you know, uh, on, not j- just the only drink that you drink is water. Uh, so you you can eat normally, but but so that would mean like no coffee, no tea, no no alcohol, no soda, no juice, and things like that. And to um, because I think this is one that you can always do, um, and that there are going to be certain moments where you where you really feel like you might be out with friends or you might be, you know, doing whatever like that, and 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 you're not. Um, you know, you can't partake in the beverage thing, but you can still drink water. You can still hold something in your hand. You can still be drinking something. So you can still, you know, participate. And it's not so much of a, uh, an invasion into people's, you know, hospitality or your own lifestyle. And, and so I, I remember doing that, uh, early in my religious life and it was, I found it to be very, very, uh, fruitful, you know what I mean? And then, having that first cup of coffee come uh, come Easter was just a, a glorious experience, you know, just really looking forward to the resurrection. And so, uh, yeah, I would say just the only thing that you drink is, is water. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great one to do. And it's, it's, it's easy enough because, uh, you know, you can always be just be drinking water. You know, it's not going to, it's not, it's not hard to find water. Right. Uh, let's do each do one more food and then we'll go into, uh, some non-food mm-hmm. options for people. Um, and then we'll talk about things other to do than, than giving up things. Um, I'm going to say no snacking. Mm-hmm. For especially for those snackers out there, you're not going to die. <laughs> yeah, you right. might feel that way. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, obviously for health reasons, people can't do this, but you know, I just want to encourage that there's something about like, I'm just taking these square meals. Not only is it healthy, but it's a reminder of, oh man, I really want those chips, but I'm not going to I really want yeah. this, but I'm not going to snack. I'm going to stick to my three square meals. I'm not going to snack again. Is that daily reminder of, I'm of Lent of this is a season. And so I'm going to, that little pleasure, which I'm going to survive to my next meal. It's not going to kill me. That little bit of hunger is a good thing. And uh, I'm going to allow myself to do this for the sake of the passion. 
Yeah, mine is is a is a variation of the the same theme, and but I think it's, I think that, I think I think people call it like intermittent fasting now, just mm-hmm. where you you choose the hours in which you are going to eat and you're not going to eat outside of those hours, and you know people do these for for health reasons and, and good for them, but we want to do these things for spiritual reasons, and so just to say okay, I'm only going to eat between six and six or eight and eight or or noon and six or ten and six, but just to find a a time period of the day in which uh, you're not going to eat, in which you are going to deny yourself. And so I think this is also a way in which, you know, you can maybe more easily integrate this into your life without it being so topsy-turvy, upsetting things or being extremely invasive. And that, uh, and that, and that there'll be moments where you feel it, you know what I mean? Where it's, okay, I said I was going to eat between six and six and it's seven 30. And I really like, wish I could have that thing, but I'm going to say no right now. And, and I think that's uh uh, yeah, that would be my other recommendation. Great. So we'll do a couple of recommendations of many things to get that are non-food related. Mm-hmm. Um, first, social media, you know, uh, especially with those who might have uh, a little bit of addiction, a little bit too much on social media. Screens can be a real problem. And so to say, you know what, I'm giving them up for Lent. I'm letting go of social media um, or any kind of, I guess, technology related thing. Uh, would be kind of recommendation whether you just watch too much TV, watch too many movies, you spend too much time on the internet, whatever the case may be, too much time on video games. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do kind of a technology fast. Mm-hmm. As extreme as you can go, I think would be, you know, if this is what the Lord's calling you to, to say, you know what, I'm giving up video games or I'm giving up whatever, mm-hmm. doing my technology fast to help prepare me because I, I need to, these things have are filling in something for me. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this today. Someone, at, I was at St. Peter's school and someone just lost one of a family member they're close to. And we talked about that, like the balance, because the person was just like working, 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 mm-hmm. and not dealing with the grief of like, yeah. well, you know, you want to, you don't want to be overwhelmed by the grief at the same time. You don't want to avoid the grief and sometimes right. you use technology to avoid things in yeah. our lives, um, responsibilities, et cetera. So to let go of those things, you know, so that we can better focus on what the Lord's calling us to. Yeah. And that's, I'm going to just kind of give a, a, maybe like an option B to that is, is where my mind was going as well, but just giving yourself a hard time in which, um, you quote unquote, just unplug everything. Yeah. the phone, the computer, the television. Um, and so that, um, and I would, I would make, I would, I would challenge yourself to, to make it, you know, as early as possible. Um, whether that's, you know, I think 9am is, is certainly reasonable, but you know, 8.30 or eight, um, or, or 7.30 even to say that, okay, like I'm putting everything away at this time. And, and I'm done with it. The, the TV's unplugged. The, the phone is outside my room. Go buy yourself an alarm clock. I'm sure they're like $4 at Walmart. <laughs> um, you don't need to use your phone as an alarm. Uh, and, and like, and so, yeah, just to, to be very, very disciplined and, and make that sacrifice of, of saying, okay, like no, no electronics after this particular hour of the day. And to really be honest with yourself and challenge yourself about like, what can, how early can I make that realistically? And, and, and to do that. Um, I am going to uh, move on to kind of not just things we want to give up that's mm-hmm. important, but prayer fasting and almsgiving mm-hmm. are, are a part of this three-ply cord that we, we want to use to, to to help us in this Lenten season. Mm-hmm. So we talk about some things to give up, um, some food options, some non-food options, but maybe some things to do, some prayer devotions, yeah. start with prayer, um, in order to help us on the Lenten season. So I'm going to encourage 
the Seven Sorrows Rosary. Yeah. You know, something we've talked about before. Uh, a daily you know, move to the Seven Sorrows Rosary or just add a Seven Sorrows Rosary. It's a great devotion. Um, it's about the same time frame as a rosary, maybe a little quicker. It's seven decades of seven Hail Marys. Um, seven decades. Seven, uh, yeah, seven uh, mysteries. Yes. Um, so we're praying seven, uh, each in honor of the seven sorrows of Our Lady. So it's something you can look up, something you can pray with, and a great way to remember the passion each and every day of Lent. Yeah, I I saw today, uh, so I'm going to recommend like two, two, two devotionals. I saw the, the Knights of Columbus. And I think the CFRs have written like a, a Lenten prayer devotional for men. Uh, the, uh, the name of it, it's, the name of it is escaping me right now, but I'm sure if you just Google research, you know, Knights of Columbus, uh, Lenten devotional, you might find it. And then also Sister Miriam James has written a, a Lenten devotional called uh, Restore. It's like a little prayer journal that you can, that will take you through the season of Lent. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, you know, you might not get it right exactly in time, but... I think those things are helpful because I think they're, they're, there's something that there's there for you every single day. And so then it's going to force you to set aside a little bit of time to commit to it, to pray with it, to journal with it, to think about it. And that uh, just kind of sparks some, some prayer and, and reflection to help you enter more deeply into the Lenten season. I guess next. And then also listen to our podcast. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I want to encourage um, the sacraments. Uh, if you're not doing daily mass to start daily mass, or at least starting to go to mass more than just on Sunday, um, if you're doing that, so start some adoration time, get in at least an hour a week, um, and then move on to, to take regular hours, uh, for the Lord uh, throughout the week of adoration. And then, uh, you know, moving away from sacraments just to add to our lady and Marian devotion is to do mm. something like 33 days of morning glory yeah. or to do St. Louis de Montfort's, uh, consecration to our lady. It's mm-hmm. a great Lenten devotional to, uh, to practice on the Lenten devotion aspect. So to get into the sacraments and, uh, just to add to that Lenten devotion thing we did. I think on your note of the sacraments, uh, I'm a little embarrassed right now. I don't have this as well as I should, but that the church requires us only to receive communion once a year. And that's during Lent. And I think it's during the Easter season, during the Easter season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That. And so that, you know, so that, um, then you have to go to confession, um, you know, uh, before that. So, or not it's no, recommended. It's recommended you go to confession before. But I think like, um, like you should absolutely be going to confession in Lent. Yeah. You know, yes. it's um, yes, yes, yes. You know, it might be been months, might be years, might not have been since your last Lent. But like, this is definitely the 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 one of the most important things we can do to then prepare ourselves to receive the Eucharist is that, you know, cleansing and washing of our souls to to become united with with our Lord and Savior. And then finally, um, almsgiving is not tithing. You mm. are, are biblically required to tithe. Yeah. I know the church hasn't said it, but the Bible is very clear on it. Mm-hmm. That giving 10% of what you have taken in as tithe should be a a, a practice that you are doing. If you're not, yeah. you're going to find blessings. I'm not just going to do it as a guilt trip. You will find God's blessing yeah. upon you. It's one of the easiest ways in order to fulfill, you know, God talks about the, the, the importance of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving and showing that charity. So just giving 10% of the paycheck is yeah. a huge, 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 yeah. it would be a huge blessing. I just promise, I do it Lent, in this Lent at whatever you receive, birthday money, Lent money, yeah. you know, a paycheck money. If you find yourself giving 10%, you will find blessings. I promise you that. So practice that if you're not doing it already. But almsgiving is actually 
giving more than tithing. Mm-hmm. Tithing is just like expected of you. It's yeah. kind of like going to mass on Sunday. It's just a biblical expectation. Almsgiving during the Lenten season is to give a little more. Yeah. And so to, to find a good charity, <laughs> like the Franciscan Friar of the Holy Spirit, are good, um, you know, so, so many good ones are out there, St. Vincent of yes. charities, etc. Yes. And the good things that they're doing. Um, charity development appeal here in, in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and then to to give a little extra, yeah. to give a little more during the Lenten season, give a little more in the church basket, just in yeah. honor of this season to say, Lord, you've abundantly blessed me. Everything I have is yours. I'm giving back. Amen. Father, we've done questions already, but yes, we, I've saved a question for Ooh, this very um, to, I'm uh, Everybody, please, and if you have any questions about Lent, please reach out to us. Yes. Um, ask us, send us an email, info at becomefire.faith. If you have any more questions you want priests to answer, info yeah. at becomefire.faith, please interact with us. Uh, we love hearing from you. I've hearing um, your desires for this podcast. And um, we obviously be praying for all of you, Lent, ask for your prayers yes. for us. And we uh, now have our final question. Let's go. Um, from uh, the people of God. Yes. Is there something you don't like about being a priest or doing ministry as a priest? Something I don't like. I, I don't know if there's a part that I don't like. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, there are probably parts that are that are harder than others. And I'm trying to think what those are in, in, in the moment. But, I mean, uh, so there's certainly, as a pastor, I can say a lot of administration has to be done. That's probably. That, like there is, like I get this report, annual report I have to do. About, yeah. Like all the things that yeah. we've done, like baptisms and everything. Yes. It's like I have 11 missions. Like luckily I have a lot of help. It's yes. like, I need you to write this thing. And it like, oh, we have to do this financial report. It's all like, ugh. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I have to go sign, let, let, let go to the diocese and sign a, like a stack of papers. Yes. Thank you, Pat Brown, so much for all the hard work No, amen, amen, But amen. just like, come on. Like I have like a hundred things that yes. are more important than seeing yes. these papers and yet doing the, the administration, which I know is important. I don't want to say it's not important, but it's just, it's, it's kind of a hassle and it's something I don't really enjoy. Yeah. So this isn't, uh, this isn't unique to priesthood, I guess, but it's just, uh, but like, uh, but the, the administration part of it, you know what I mean? That's not like, uh, all, all the priestly things I love, you know what I mean? But, uh, but like, I would, I would say probably like making a budget is, is something that I, I don't particularly <laughs> enjoy at all, you know, numbers and crunching numbers and, and money just kind of, uh, I just organizing all of that is just not in my wheelhouse. So, yeah. Well, it's uh, Mardi Gras. Uh, so Woo-hoo! please enjoy yourself responsibly. Amen. Uh, non-sinfully, uh, but please, uh, whatever you're giving <laughs> up, whatever it is, chocolate or anything else, have, have a little extra today. Praise and, God. Uh, we ask the Lord's blessing to be upon you. Um, and then especially as Lenten season, it might be a time that your heart be drawn ever closer to the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. Turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. And may our God, mighty God bless you as I bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith slash give. That's becomefire.faith slash give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.